Hello, Syngap Land. My name is Michael Grawley, and this is episode 68 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on everything you need to know about Syngap 1. Today is Monday, July 25th, and if you remember a week ago, I dropped episode 67. First link in the show notes on YouTube. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It was very, very good, I have to say. By the way, when you're watching it on YouTube, make sure you like it so other people can find it, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's important. But let me stay on topic. In episode 67, I was pretty honest about my grief about Tony and about how that sometimes can be paralyzing. I got some great feedback from people that that really resonated, which which doesn't surprise me because I think we're all dealing with this the, the horrible consequences of this disease. But as if to thank me for my honesty, the universe just handed me a week that was full of stuff. So let me tell you all the stuff that happened. I'm going to do day by day because that's literally how it played out. So the same day I released that, we got the Invite announcement. So you might have heard about this. Invite was um, tightening their belts a little bit. Every every company right now in, in the face of the uncertain economy is is making some hard choices. And um, obviously, Invite acquired Citizen, which is, which is our core platform for natural history study and patient data. So everyone was a little worried. We also have a lot of friends who work at Invite. Virginia is on our board. Nash and others, and everyone's like, is everyone okay? Is Virginia okay? Blah, 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 blah. So look, the link's in the show notes for their, their corporate announcement. The punchline is, yes, everything's fine. And while certain parts of Invitae, unfortunately, had to be tightened up, um, all of the patient advocacy group work and the neurology work and the parts that we deal with are doing just fine. So hang in there. Keep signing up for Citizen. Syngap.fun slash Citizen 2 eyes. Links in the show notes. If you haven't signed up for Citizen, you got to do it. And Invitae is doing just fine. So hang in there. And I want to read this email from the CMO that I that was sent to patient advocacy leaders. It said, well, the announcement focused primarily on our operations and product portfolio. I want to take this opportunity to reinforce that Invitae remains unwavering in its commitment to patients. Cultivating strong patient relationships with patient advocacy groups remains central to our business and our patient-centric philosophy. And that is legit, that patient-centric philosophy, let me tell you. We will continue to collaborate pro- closely with patient advocacy partners and communities to educate patients and their families on the value of genetic testing in diagnosing and potentially preventing disease. Together with you, we will remain steadfast in empowering and supporting patients and highlighting the many opportunities where genetic testing may be beneficial. And I will say, oh, my Syngapian is here. Tony, the remote is right there on the black shelf, just right there by there. Um, I will say I also recently did pharmacogenetic testing for Tony, and I'm, I'm looking forward to telling you guys about that because that was actually really cool and um, well well worth it. I don't know what's going on back there. I might have to re-record this later. Anyway, so that was Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday, Ben Prosser dropped a preprint uh, about his work on Syngap, specifically as it relates to PTBP, which I had never heard of before. Turns out it's a thing. PTBP is a protein that if, that regulates Syngap. And what Ben wrote about, uh, I'm going to quote him out of his, out of his um, summary, because basically when these papers come out, I read the summary and I look at the pretty pictures. And if I need to, I delve into the text, but I'm not a scientist. So the summary and the pretty pictures generally have what I need. Um, we find that PTBT, PTBP2, pardon me, binding to Syngap1 mRNA promotes alternative splicing and nonsense-mediated decay. So what that means in English is the current function of PTBT is that it, it causes some Syngap not to be made. That's the, way, the body's way of regulating it. Antisense oligonucleotides, which is long for ASOs, that disrupt PTBP binding sites on Syngap1, redirect splicing, and increase gene and protein expression. That is the motherland. That's what we want. We want 
more Syngap. And what Ben has found is that PTBP pushes Syngap down. So if we can take PTBP2 out, more Syngap. Great work, Ben. This paper is important. I share a link in the show notes to my tweet, to his tweet, to the paper. And um, obviously, we've, we are in touch with Ben. Ben will be doing a webinar for us in late September. Don't have a link for that yet, but believe me, I'll be telling you about it. And that's really exciting. That is another chunk of science that can be turned into a therapy for our kids. I believe Ben is talking to a company. Let's wait for an announcement there. Um, but really hopeful and really excited for that work. Thank you so much. So Wednesday, let me tell you, that was just Tuesday. Wednesday was a day full of meetings about planning for the end of the year. There's a ton of meetings at the end of the year. And I had the great good fortune of working with Nancy and, and Suzanne and Caitlin and Lauren and Peter and all the thing, all the people. It was such a good day. But the day started. Let me tell you how the day started. So there is a study that I haven't even told you about yet that we're working on with a lab at Stanford. And... Um, it's a really important study. I don't have time to get into the details, but we're putting it together and we'll, you know, the board has to review it and stuff. But we've talked to the, 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 a very senior scientist at Stanford and we've already been added to his IRB. So this is, if anyone is ever near Stanford University, you have to tell me there's an IRB approved study right now. Your Syngapian and your family should all give samples, blood, urine, all the things. Um, it, the, the message right now is if you're, if you're in the Bay Area, Please stop at Stanford, give give blood and um, other samples so that we can get you in the study that I haven't even announced yet. But just to, you know, kick the tires and make sure that I knew what was going on, I went down with my wife and son and other son and we gave samples. And let me tell you, getting blood out of a Syngapian gets harder and harder and harder. So if you've got a cute young little Syngapian who you can get blood out of, do all the things. Make Get into all the studies now because it does not get easier, my friends. So first I had to hold Tony down and he was fighting and the blood comes out. And then his brother freaked out because his big brother was screaming and everybody was screaming. And it would be really easy to, to be like, oh, it was so hard. But I'm going to focus on the positive and just be grateful that we got blood out of all of the living things. And that now those samples are at Stanford and one of the best and brightest minds on omics. I'll tell you about omics later. Now has those samples and we've, you know, one family down. Like 40-something to go. So we got a lot of work ahead of us in Stanford. But that was a great day. Great day of meetings. Great day of sample collection. Um, excited to do that. Then came Thursday. What a week. Thursday, we got on the phone with Ingo Helbig. So within the world of genetic epilepsies, there are some of the greats. There are some big dogs out there. And Ingo Helbig is one of those, right? He is a remarkable um, neurologist at Children's Hospital Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, whatever. I don't know what the P stands for. CHOP. He's a CHOP. He's a neurologist. He's a big deal. Not only is he a great neurologist who commands the respect of all of his peers and is just is one of the big kids, but he also makes data sing. He has this gift for analyzing a lot of data and, and, and visualizing it so people can understand what it means. That is a rare and precious talent, especially in the neurology space, let me tell you. And so they got on the phone with us and they said, hey, we've been working on some things. Now we want to work on SingF and let us show you what we're doing and we'll be in touch. I want to make a point here. A, they got a lot of patients at CHOP. If you are anywhere near CHOP and you haven't seen Ingo, go see Ingo. Get in their data set. Get to know those, those clinicians. Become a part of the CHOP family. They've seen a lot of Syngapians. We can always, they can always see more. There's no harm in having a second opinion. If, you're, if you've got a neurologist, fine. Go see Ingo anyway. Add, it, add your data to his set and, 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 and get that second set of eyes on your Syngapian. Ingo's an expert. But in addition to all the data he's got, of course, like so many others, Ingo is using the citizen data. So there's 170, I've lost tracks, 170 plus patients in citizen right now. It's probably more. 
and all of that data is freely available to researchers. So Ingo's got all the patients he's seen, and he's got these 170 plus patients in Citizen, and what's he doing? He's, he's making the data sing. He's helping people, other clinicians around the world, understand how Syngap behaves with his superpower of data visualization. And I gotta tell you, I was just so excited to have that meeting, and they were like, this is what we're gonna do, and what do you think? And we brainstorm. we brought the whole brain trust, we brought Hans and Marta and JR, all the, Pavel, all the, all the rock stars that we have, and we had a really fruitful conversation, and they were like, well, these guys know what they're doing. So look forward to that, right? Look forward to more partnership with CHOP. If you're near CHOP, go see CHOP. If you're like, how do we get into CHOP? What about insurance? Blah, blah, blah. Call CHOP. Call Sydney. Sydney on our board is the CHOP relationship manager. She's seen at CHOP with Emmett. She's amazing. And that gets us to Friday. Friday, I was on the phone with somebody at 5.30 in the morning, which sounds early, but it's not because my kids are in Gappy and he's up at five like every day. Um, and that was a conversation with a medical student at Wheel Cornell Medical Center. And... Um, so, we'll, so they're working on a disease concept study, which is really exciting, right? So there's all these different papers. There's Vlaskamp, Jimenez Gomez, Smith Hicks, Wright, Loins Warren. Links are in the show notes. All these cool papers about Syngap. But there isn't really, uh, uh, there's only really one of those, probably the Wright 2022 paper, that talks about what is most important to families. What is most important to families? Like drug companies, when you start talking to drug companies, which you will do as you go through the process of having a kid with this disease, you're going to get asked this ridiculous question. If we can only fix one thing, what would it be? And the, it's, it's like, well, there's so many things. There's seizures, there's GI, there's sleep, there's intellectual disability, there's behaviors. There's something else. I can't even think of it off the top of my head. How would you rank order those things? It's such a hard thing to do. So what this medical student is doing is she's going to interview a lot of us and also do surveys and try to capture that in the literature and then, and then write that paper alongside um, her mentor, who's, who we're, we're, is part of our clinical advisory board, Dr. Zachary Greenspan. Really important work. And this medical student, I got to tell you, is really sharp. And I'm excited about this for three reasons. A, we desperately need a disease concept model, right? We desperately need more literature out there capturing patients' opinions. One or two papers won't do it. We need a bunch of literature because the FDA needs that in writing to approve drugs, number one. Number two, this medical student's really sharp. Zach Grinspan is a great guy. That's a killer team. We're excited to have him. Number three, this medical student's young. She's a medical student. And guess what? Our kids are going to need care for the rest of their life. And I'm sitting there talking to her and I'm seeing all the little neurons firing in her head and all the connections being made. And I'm like, you are going to be one of the Syngap experts of the future. And thank God, because we need those. My son, when I'm dead and gone, my, some medical student's going to learn from her and go take care of my son. I love it. I love it. I love seeing the, I love these little glimpses I get into the future. And I'm really grateful uh, for the work she was doing. That was 5.30 in the morning. Later that day, I had a meeting with Rarebase. Rarebase, you might remember from the end of last year, doing a bunch of um, work on gene expression and RNA sequencing. And they were previewing their initial results and getting ready for phase two. Really exciting work there. I'm going to tell you about that later, but it's happening. It's happened. The board knows what I'm talking about. Um, Stay tuned for that. Tony, just give me one second. I'm one minute away from being done with this podcast. Then I promise you I'll come to you. And then the best news about Friday was Vicky Artiaga. There's Tony in the background. Vicky Artiaga. Tony, I just give me a minute, baby. I'm almost done. Ten minutes in. I don't know where's... Where's the remote? The remote is just... If you go out that door and turn, there's black shelves right there. I think the remote is on those shelves, okay? So Vicky Artiaga on Friday, Vicky Artiaga on Friday uh, said, Hey, Mike, I'm doing the get-together in Colombia, which I did mention to you last week. And now she's posting all these pictures. They had five families get together. They t Vicky doesn't know how to do anything small. They got t-shirts. They got, they got a great place. They got, the photos are amazing. I'll let her tell the story. I've asked her to write a blog. But the, the, the TLDR is there was an amazing gathering of families in Colombia. And um, 
Vicky is leading by example. She's building community. Their little mantra is together we are stronger. I wish I could say that in Spanish, but I can't. So amazing work, Vicky. Way to support your community in Colombia. And it's only going to grow. It's only going to grow everywhere because we know that the, the diagnostic process is hopelessly broken and we're missing kids all over the world. Um, I mean, in honesty, we're missing them more in Latin America because it's so much harder to get genetic. Anywhere there isn't a lab in country, getting genetic testing is like 10 times harder than it needs to be. And it's already hard enough, right? And I guess a new tangent. So I want to end on a super positive note. Vicky is building community and investing in families in Colombia. And um, we all have a lot to learn from her leadership. I'm going to wrap up with a couple things. As always, birth fu fundraisers are critical. We have one going for the mice. We have one going for the Facebook fundraisers. Please support the Facebook fundraisers. And as a reminder, we have a lot of events coming up to the end of the year. In seven weeks, there is the Global Gene Summit in San Diego. Yours truly is speaking. Please join us. It's going to be great. Um, there's a lot of SRF leadership who's going to be there. In 10 weeks, we have both the Karen Gala Numero Due in, um, on October 8th in Jersey. And then the Scramble for Syngap in South Carolina, Traveler's Rest. It's going to be amazing. Big golf event. In 11 weeks with the Child Neurology Society's meeting, there's going to be a few of the Ohio families getting together there. Please join us. In 15 weeks, uh, Sparks of Hope Gala, links in the show notes in Georgia. It's going to be incredible. Right after that, there's going to be the Precision Medicine Summit in um, Massachusetts. I, I don't think you guys, I don't think people can just go to that. I'm, I'm speaking at it. But the reason I mention it is we, we will be doing a get-together with Mass families probably on that Sunday night before, which I think is the 13th. And then December 1st and 2nd, the main event, the science meeting on Thursday, December 1st, and the family get-together on December 2nd. That is just getting better and better. I tell you, I, the agenda's yet to be released, but we've got a great speaker or two lined up. I'm going to cover important topics. So, And we're not going to just be like, blah, 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 science, ASO, AV, blah, 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 future's coming. I mean, there'll be like an hour of that. But if you really want that stuff, come on Thursday. If you want to talk about families and this life and how we get through it and how we can together make SRF stronger for the benefit of our loved ones, Friday's for you. And it's December in Nashville. Who doesn't love it? Don't go now. It's hot, but December would be perfect. Looking forward to seeing you all. Thanks for listening. Hang in there.